I think they did. That's weird. It keeps doing that. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Oh, that's me. Okay. Uh, sorry, everybody. Uh, yeah. All right. I had, sorry. I had to do that one more time just because it's really fun, and I may not get to do it again. You know, yeah. they may they may beat the Rays and go win the World Series or something. So probably the Yankees lost last night, so I had to do that. <laughs> all right. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Rookie Mistake. Episode 7. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us today. We're getting a little late start this week. Uh, I blame Ethan, but, you know, it's okay. We're here, so. Yeah, school comes first, Jackson. I'm sorry that I'm, lame. More, I'm more involved than yeah, you so in, lame. in my studies. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Rookie Mistake PC. Follow us there to get show updates and more. We don't really post a whole lot on there. I need to probably work on that. No, yeah. And for our North Alabama listeners, uh, don't forget to check out our sponsor, Eagle Masonry and Insulation. They're North Alabama's premier masonry and insulation provider, and they provide the best masonry and insulation services around, from block, brick, and stone for houses and outdoor living to traditional fiberglass bats, blown-in blanket systems, and spray foams. Call Eagle at 256-755-1556 today for your free quote. All right, so considering how we opened the show, I think it's only right to just start off real quick with... The uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. I know you don't really care about it that much, but you have been watching it a little bit with me. So we'll just go over the divisional series counts right now. Uh, the Rays are leading the Yankees 2-1. The Braves lead the Marlins 2-0. And the Dodgers also lead the Padres 2-0. And the Astros lead the Oakland Athletics 2-1. All of those games are playing today. I guess I guess they're all all elimination games because it's best of five series. So, so that means the Astros lost last night? Yeah, they did. They Ace gave came, up a three-run home run. Yeah, the A's came back and then got uh, two more runs in like the eighth or ninth inning. It was just just too much. They didn't have oh, enough in the bullpen. Astros. Yeah. What are you going to do when you can't steal signs? Oh, that's funny. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I see how it is. Mm. But, yeah, so Zach Grinke is slated to start game four for the Astros in like an hour, I think. Despite battling some arm soreness, that's why they held him out of game three, and they really needed to win, honestly, yesterday. Uh, the Rays probably need to beat the Yankees today just because that mean the, that means the Yankees will probably come back if they don't. So, yeah, and then, of course, you know, I'm kind of surprised by the Dodgers-Padres count being 2 nothing because the Padres have been really good this year. They're second in the division, only behind the Dodgers, of course, so maybe that's why maybe the, Do- maybe the Dodgers is really good. And the Braves continue to win playoff series this year, which is kind of weird. You know, the whole running joke with them is they never win in the playoffs. It's been like 20 years. Okay. Might be their so, year. Yeah, maybe maybe it is. People I mean, of Atlanta they've been would building up, nuts. right? They would go nuts. Yeah, that city is already burning, and it would burn for a better reason right now. Yeah, it probably would just a little bit. It would be like one of those um, excitement riots, remember, like remember in when a, Cleveland won the NBA Finals a couple years ago, and, yeah. they, and and J.R. Smith I think went shirtless for about five days, and people <laughs> were pooping in the streets and eating it. I think that part was Philly. But yeah, was that was Philly? yeah. That Would was, not be uh, surprised if some Cleveland yeah. people. It was a uh, Philly victory riots. Yeah, like, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe yeah. Atlanta would do that too. If the Braves won. Probably All right. would would not would not put it past them, especially after they you know slipped up in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm. Ouch. Pass. <laughs> All right, so the NBA Finals. Are also going on right now. Of course, we all know that uh, the Lakers are up three-one. They play game five I, I just, on I, Friday. Yeah, I just I, I don't want to see LeBron. Yeah, I don't I either. Do. No, I think it's tonight actually. No, I looked at it. It's it, tomorrow. It, it, I thought it, it was going to be today. Yeah, it's kind of weird because they yeah. were playing them every like every other day. Yeah, although maybe they don't want to play tonight because there's so many other sports on. They don't want to have even less viewers. 
than they already do because you know there's a college football game on tonight as much playoff baseball just just a theory yeah but you maybe know so, maybe Lakers so. have a chance to close out the series and win their first championship since Kobe a decade ago was it a decade ago yeah because they were really bad the last couple of years 2010 yeah I think it was 09 I think it, was, actually, it, was, it was two in a row right it, yeah, yes. I think they beat the Celtics two twice in a row, and they lost yeah. to the Celtics in 08 I think it was oh seven because was I remember it? the Lakers. Won okay, two it in was a row. it was it was oh seven and then oh eight oh nine because LeBron yeah. was on the Heat in twenty mm-hmm. twenty. Yeah, that next sounds year. right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's what's going on in the NBA. Maybe after Friday, uh, the bubble will end and everybody can go home. And yeah. no, I think it was twenty ten. I think Kobe was in the finals. In Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe right. You, you fact checkers out there, you yeah. Uh, somebody fact check us on that. Yeah, yeah hit, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, and let please us know. hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> All right, and so NFL's got a couple of stories. The biggest one, obviously, is Bill O'Brien yeah. is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is gone after an zero and four start for the Texans. Uh, former defensive coordinator Romeo Crennel is the interim coach. I don't remember what happened to him last season because he was the defensive coordinator, but he's not anymore. I don't know if he got like demoted or something, but he's the interim well, head apparently coach. Apparently after the uh, the comments made about from certain players. Yeah, I'm going to talk Phil about O'Brien. that next, right? It's like Sounds like there wasn't about much room two weeks for ago. improving within the organization. Yeah, the rumors have come out ever since the news broke that he was fired. I think that was Monday. And basically... They're saying that J.J. Watt and the defensive coordinator, Anthony Weaver, got into a uh, verbal argument with O'Brien during practice, and I was actually looking at that earlier today. Apparently, the argument stemmed from O'Brien sending the defense like off the field for some reason. I think he said he was missing a player for like, a little seven-on-seven practice they were doing and just said, defense, get out of here because you're missing somebody or something like that. Yeah, and, you know, J.J. Watt has said made kind of made a couple of waves in the last couple of weeks with his comments after games where he has publicly said I'm tired of losing and what the Texans are doing is not working those are quote those are two two quotes yeah so I don't know yeah Bill O'Brien's been their guy for a long time yeah and I think six years six or seven years and JJ Watt is the man and, and he is doing everything he, he really can. is like he is when the healthy king of Houston when healthy he is doing everything he can <laughs> So if the production it's look here we go again with this coach versus player who is more important mm-hmm. in my opinion in, in this state after Bill O'Brien got rid of DeAndre Hopkins yeah for a bag of peanuts really like yeah. no disrespect to David Johnson he was a fantastic running back but just like best receiver in the game and DeAndre Hopkins has even said I wasn't asking for a mega extension I wanted a small raise yeah so and dude just dealt him yeah so, and there anyways. Are, of course, other rumors about the real reasons that he sent him away. We're not going to talk about that because that's just rumors and so far, like, unsubstantiated. But, yeah. Um, I feel like if somebody like J.J. Watt turns on you, you're, you're done, dude. Like, in, in this case, because we, we talked about Brett Brown in the Sixers. We talked about Doc, Doc Rivers in the Clippers. We've talked about, I mean, pretty much any coach has gotten fired in the last month. And there have been a lot of coaches getting mm-hmm. told to, you know, shoo yeah. in the last month. But this this one I think was justified. He's not winning. Yeah. They're not going really much anywhere. I mean, they've had a few couple of. I mean, they they have made the playoffs. I think every yeah. year except for one year that he's yes, been there. Yes, because I believe they won four division titles in six years under O'Brien, which is 
honestly better than the Texans have ever done in their very short history. Well, yeah, recently, but not historically. But just... But overall, I mean, he he doesn't necessarily have a bad record, but as of late, it seems that if Deshaun Watson is not their quarterback and J.J. Watt is not playing, they can't find a way to win. Mm -hmm. And that serves as a problem. Well, even with both of them, they can't win. And and so far, right, they're 0-4 in in a new season after they, I think, what what did they go last year? 11-5? They were, I believe, 11, maybe 10-6, I think. I think think they dropped the next game. It's and, not and bad, they, right? And I think they, they won they quite made a few in a row runs. after Deshaun Watson came back from injury, if I'm not that mistaken. That was two seasons ago. Two they seasons won nine ago? games in a row on their way to an 11-5 finish. Yeah, that's right, because they started actually started 0-3 that season. But, yeah, I mean, so you've got a guy change. like Deshaun Watson who they just signed to a huge extension. That dude is probably a top-five quarterback right now. I mean, you should not be 0-4 with a no, guy like that. No, you shouldn't be 0-4 center, with, with J.J. With Watt guy, on defense. Yeah, J.J. Watt is a three-time defensive player of the year. And from what I've just seen by this, and it seems like all the other players are, I don't want to say relieved, but optimistic now that they have somebody new in there because I'm just seeing everything. is like all these guys apparently were really tight-lipped and not really allowed to say much. And they said things like guys were afraid to mess up in practice because they would be criticized for doing that and it's like that's not what practice is for practice is for making the mistakes and fixing them so you don't make them in the game that weekend to me it just sounds like bill o'brien was trying to be nick saban and failing at it because i mean if you look at nick saban that man demands excellence like every single interview or article i've read on that guy Mm -hmm. i mean those players respect him because of how much he fixes everything but here's the thing Nick Saban allows you, from what I understand, to make the mistakes in practice so you can yeah. execute on game day. Exactly. That's exactly what he wants. And if, you, if you can't make the mistakes in practice, and if you're yeah. afraid to make the mistakes, then you, guess what? You're going to play tight in the game. Too. Yeah. And then you're going to make more mistakes. Right. Because, because you're going to be nervous. Yeah. And so it just seems like, yeah, it was it was time to go. And like I said, a guy like J.J. Watt turns on you, you're you're pretty much done. I mean, that dude look. is the king of Houston. It's not, not a good look. Yeah. Seriously, like everybody in Houston loves JJ Watt. I can't even stress this enough. I could spend the rest of the episode saying great things about JJ Watt, and it would all be true. That's how much Houston loves him. I mean, he's spent a few months after Hurricane Harvey three years ago, just raising tens of millions of dollars. He he could win the uh, mayor's office of Houston without even like spending a campaign dollar. It's kind of like dude. I just realized <laughs> that Hurricane Harvey was three years ago. Yeah, it was. Those Where pictures are still gone. in my brain, but yeah, I mean, it was wow. it was time to go. You know, I mean, I feel like he was like in the books technically. O'Brien, I guess, is probably the most successful coach in Texans history, but yeah, it's it's time for a change. And it seems like these guys are optimistic. There are some rumors that well, I mean, he's the GM and the coach. Yeah, and that's there's, just there's terrible a, too. That's yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. It's a conflict of interest usually. Yeah. Because you're the coach, so then you're also like, well, you know what? I think I might need a fourth running back, so I'm going to go get me one. Yeah. And then you trade away your best wide receiver, which mm-hmm. anybody's going to take that offer. Right. Yeah. So, and, I mean, all you have to think about – all you have to see when it you think about how terrible the trade was is the reports was like from other sports guys for, from ESPN and saying things like one of my sources in a locker room told me in their coach's meeting, it was like – it wasn't even the Cardinals or the Texans. It was some completely unrated team like the Bears or something – they saw the news and just started laughing in their meeting. Like, if you make a deal like that and that's the reaction, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just it's it's not a good disaster. Look. It's really not a good look, yeah. Honestly, Bill, Bill O'Brien was playing stupid games in Houston and, and he won himself <laughs> he won stupid, stupid prizes. Stupid prize. <laughs> yeah. All right, and so, so the Texans, 
you know, with their new optimistic outlook, they just might get their first win of the season on Sunday. They play, they host actually the one in three Jaguars, which you know Minshew Mania has kind of taken a dip after that first that first weekend. They haven't won since. And Time to bounce back. Yeah, it just might be right. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, so looking around the rest of the NFL, of course, the Titans are still having uh, issues with the coronavirus, and there's now a thing where it's like some of the guys had a workout uh, independently at a private high school or something like that. And Caught uh, it? Yeah, they, well, no, I don't think they caught anything, but they've been caught doing that, so like people are up in arms about that. That's interesting. They're still having issues. I don't know what the NFL is going to do with their game this weekend because, you know, they moved the Steelers game. It's like, okay, good, this should be over, and they're still having trouble, so... I don't know. Sounds like we'll people see. aren't uh, following protocol. Yeah, I think in. Nashville's personally, having an issue with it right now, just in general across the city. But yeah, yeah. personally, I I don't know. It just it strikes me as uh, if you're not willing to comply with the rules and making sure you're doing everything you can to make sure your team plays either Monday, Thursday, or Sunday, then you're selfish. Yeah, I still don't think they've it, like simple. traced it to any like traced the outbreak or anything. I'm not really sure what the deal is with that, but I guess. We'll see. I mean, the NFL's got a lot of decisions to make, and I'm sure they know so much more about the situation than we do. Oh, so I'm sure they do. I'm not going to try to push anything or say anything yet. So, uh, Lamar Jackson missed practice either today or yesterday. I can't remember what day it said in the report. They had a, had a knee injury, not considered to be serious, but that's just kind of that's kind of interesting to me. So I wanted to bring that up because I don't know. We'll see if he misses a game or not. When's their next game? Uh, Sunday. I'm not sure who though. And it was an undisclosed knee injury. Yeah, just kind of maybe knee, like soreness some or something. Soreness. Yeah, yeah, probably probably nothing big, that, but you yeah. know, reigning MVP. So I thought I'd bring that up. That's, I mean, it's kind of big news. Yeah, kind of. So we'll maybe see. Maybe he just decided he needed an extra week to recover after the Chiefs absolutely whooped their tail. At yeah, home. they they did crush them. That's for sure. That wasn't really even close for pretty much the entire game. Yeah. So uh, Thursday night football, uh, Buccaneers and Bears tonight. Mm-hmm. That could be. Interesting. I wonder if the Bears are going to start doing better now that they've benched Trubisky and are finally bringing in Nick Foles after signing him instead of Cam Newton. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another organization that needs a retooling. Is the yeah. Bears? I remember them making the Super Bowl like 15 years ago, and they haven't done anything since. I mean, well, you could say the same for a lot of teams. I mean, the Panthers made the Super Bowl well, and yeah. haven't done anything. At least that was fairly recent. The Falcons like. <laughs> made the Super Bowl and haven't done. In fact, they're one of the worst teams since going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Still, once again, fairly recent. Like, yeah, within like yeah. the what the last three or four years. I don't know. Yeah. Oof. So I, I, it's in Chicago, so maybe they'll win. But I don't know. It seems like uh, Brady's really kind of settled in with the Bucks after they kind of struggled that week one. He threw like five or six touchdown passes last Sunday, right? Yeah, so. Brady was the man last week. <laughs> Goat. Yeah. All right. So moving into the, quote, amateur football world, uh, you know, college football. The main thing that we talk about. Mostly. Yeah, exactly. The main topic, our favorite sport, right? So just a few big stories. You know, probably the biggest one of the weekend is that uh, LSU Missouri is uh, being moved to Missouri. It was supposed to be played in Baton Rouge. It is now going to be played in Columbia, Missouri, in response to Hurricane Delta, which I don't believe has made landfall yet, but is supposed to soon. So that's kind of interesting. I'm not really sure if they will try to move another game to Baton Rouge. So they can have even five and five games. I think we're all just kind of figuring out as we go and actually you know going right back for a second to the nfl i believe the saints are going to move their game to indianapolis okay. so they can stay out of the uh, hurricanes path D- did you know before this week that when you know we go all the way through the alphabet with hurricanes that we just go to the greek alphabet because i 
had never heard of anything like that. Like that's I, how many hurricanes we've had, and we still got a month left of hurricanes. I didn't season. know that that's how it went. I knew that once we had cycled through all the letters, I thought we just literally started over at A. Yeah, but it's, I, don't I guess know, technically man. you do because Alpha is A. But yeah. <laughs> so I didn't, you know, yeah. I didn't. Uh, so didn't interesting. Know that. Uh, 2020 continues to suck. Now, now we're in the Greek alphabet for hurricanes, which is like the first time since 2005, which I believe that was the first time in history that that had happened. So it was just 2005 kinda, was also Katrina, wasn't it? Right, it was Katrina and Rita, I think. Maybe one after the other, though. I'm not sure Jeez, that's the same year. Man. Yeah. So, hmm. All right, and then probably my uh, favorite story for this whole week, the Houston Cougars finally get to play. They play tonight. They host Tulane, and they've had like five games canceled because... The other team that they're going to play is having issues every time. This is actually a really interesting story. You know, um, I believe they were trying to play Rice, and Rice canceled because they were ha- having issues. And somebody else, else canceled, and they went to Baylor and scheduled no, a game gonna, with they Baylor. They were going to play Memphis. That's Memphis right. It was canceled. Memphis who was like so the patient they, then zero. They found, right? Then they found a game with Baylor and then pulled up to Baylor. It was outside yeah, the state. Pretty much pulled up to Baylor. It was like 22 hours before the game. And they're like, yeah, we can't do this. And, I, you know, Dana Holgerson was kind of... Pissed. Chirping a little bit, yeah, he was pissed, and he should be right. Kind of chirping a little bit at Baylor. It's like our equipment truck was in Waco when we got the call. It's like, come on. Yeah, really. I mean, how do you not figure this out and let us know beforehand? I mean, I get it's last as a last minute. Yeah, but game, he was just kind of like, we knew where we were at with this. I feel like Baylor knew where they were at with this. I would have appreciated a little bit more transparency, and there was a little bit of a spat between him and Baylor's AD as a result of that. But yeah. They finally get to play. It's October, and they'll get to play their first game. Tulane is going to play them in Houston tonight at 6.30. I'm looking forward to watching that personally, but I'm really happy for Houston because that's just a tough story. Sucks for those kids. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, good luck to Houston. You know, all right. and Good luck to the green wave now. Don't leave out yeah, Tulane. Hey, man, hey, look, man. I Houston, get Houston born and raised. I get it's Houston's first game, but don't don't yeah. neglect the other team. You uh, get the green wave, it's credit. I, li- I like me some Tulane, but, and I know this is a basketball reference, but five slam a jamma, you know. Yeah. Go, go Cougars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's it called? What's the little symbol they do? Yeah, with uh, the hook'em horns and then the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's really all the stories that we have to talk about. It's kind of a lame week in sports, but you know, of course, we've got time to I mean, talk about our picks. Sports, but there are a bunch of good games. Oh yeah, there like, are. I was filling out my my ESPN College Pick'em uh, for the ten. I think for the ten game slate that they mm-hmm. normally do the lineup. And man, I was it's having great games, a right? hard time. Yeah, yeah, it was straight games. And we're going to miss so many of them, right? Because we got this game this weekend that we're going to. Yeah, Auburn, so, Arkansas is this weekend we'll, we'll at 3 see. o'clock. we got to be at the stadium around Probably 1, one right? Maybe a little bit before to get in line, right? Yeah. Why can't we just get there an hour before and everybody gets in? Like, I would think you could still do that. Because everybody's in there for over an hour before anything happens. So yeah, I was... I think Leah was in the stadium was one of the last people to be in the stadium and was still in within about and had the little ninety minute clock countdown even started like I don't think it had I it, wanted to it say probably that, had I but, wanted to say that they were at least in the stadium with maybe about an hour or forty five minutes yeah. to spare and we got there I mean they were in the line for a long time yeah hmm. well maybe we two hours is the right move but we were in there as soon as the gates opened well, right but I mean I mean we were in a short line we, and everything we, we kind of gamed the system there we had a, we but. had the benefit of noticing that there was one line way shorter than all the others so, yeah yeah kind of got hmm. an eye out for that one myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah so kind of sucks we're gonna miss those let's go ahead and talk about some of those games just give our little Absolutely. picks because you were saying 
pick them. So, you, of course, we'll start with the spread picks. And I'll actually have to take this one game off of my straight up because you said you wanted it. I remember two. But Ethan only picked one for some reason. I mean, I picked three like my usual. Head, but, honestly, this week yeah. I just wasn't in it. I spent six <laughs> hours at the library yesterday. I had planned to come back after my twelve, my 11 o'clock class today and and yeah. look at it, but ended up getting lunch with, with Leah. So it, yeah. it just you know, wasn't happening today. I did pick. But if you got the one, I would say that's uh, you got really high confidence, so I'm going to rag on you if you get it wrong because it's the only one you bothered to pick. Yeah, and, and I think we <laughs> should, we've been hyping it up a little bit now. But I, I decided to pick Tennessee to cover against Georgia this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I believe that's 12.5 for Georgia. I am continuing on the Jeremy Pruitt train, and a lot of people last week, Looking at you, Jackson, we're wondering why I would pick Tennessee to cover over Missouri when they only beat South Carolina by four points. But they they decided to. They they covered. Didn't they, they did cover. Yeah, they, that spread was three and a half, and they covered. Yeah, they covered. They won by four. The spread was three and a half. Like no, that's I mean, just I Vegas mean, knowing they, their they stuff. They cover against Missouri too. I think so, but that wasn't that was, wasn't really a debate. Was, I thought like, they were going to cover. Yeah, I mean they were you, at home. You did? I, I didn't say they were. I think you picked, yeah, Tennessee to cover or something, but, I mean, it was Missouri, like, you know, whatever. But, what yeah, so you got Tennessee plus 12.5 in Athens. We will see. That's the 2.30 game. I guess we'll probably miss all of that. But The only thing that worries me about that game is, I guess you can't really base this off much, sample size, one game, but Auburn looked terrible last weekend. Uh, I was hoping Sanford, we were going to avoid talking about in it. In Sanford Stadium, that's the only thing – that worries me because George's defense looked good. Stetson Bennett looked good, which I don't see why you'd even play JT Daniels at this point. I mean, yeah, Stetson I mean, Bennett really, is right? The answer right mm-hmm. now until he's just not. You know, yeah. looking at you, Alabama. So I don't know. I I think Tennessee's defense is good enough, but I don't think that their offense is quite. They're almost there, not quite there. Right. They just need a quarterback. Yeah, Jared Coentano. All right, it feels like he's been there forever, forever. Yeah. All right, so we'll go ahead, and since we got your spread pick, we'll just rattle my three off real quick. My first one is number four, Florida at Texas A&M. I think Florida covers. It's six and a half. I don't think their defense is very good. but no, their defense is terrible. Yeah, I mean, they were giving up late yards and scores to South Carolina, but I just don't think A&M is very good. Honestly, South Carolina is in that game. That I think Colin Hill threw a pick. Somewhere yeah. maybe towards near the, the end, toward, I think, yeah, right? in the red zone or towards the red zone, and I want to say there was another big play that kind of there was a uh, fourth down play where he had the dude so wide. Oh open, yeah, that was and he threw we were, on the road. Yeah, yeah, and everybody in the in the bar went oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was just uh-huh. like it was and collective it, sadness. Yeah, and also <laughs> then he also threw a pick. Yeah, so I think I think South Carolina is in that game. If those two things, I mean, obviously they were in it early, probably, but. Yeah, I don't think Florida's defense is going to make big stops. But I think their offense just puts up points. I mean, this Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts connection, you know, Pitts has six receiving touchdowns in two games. Trask has ten throwing. So I think he finds Pitts once or twice in the end zone. I just think they pour on enough points that they win by ten on the road, even, if, even though it's in College Station. I mean, it's only a touchdown spread. And really, they just need to win by seven. And Honestly, I, I get I, that one. Kellen Mond sucks, so I'm, I'm not even going <laughs> to argue with you. Texas yeah. A&M is probably one of the more overhyped teams in, in, in college football besides probably Georgia and LSU right now, mm-hmm. which I think people are probably kind of dying back on that LSU hype after Mississippi State beat. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I just – I don't – I they have not – I'm going to continue to say it. They have not done anything to impress me. Kelmont has not done anything to show that he is somebody that should be ranked in any top five list quarterback in the nation at all. Yeah, I agree. I don't see why he gets recognition, and I don't see why people make him be out such a hot commodity. I mean, I get he 
Gary Danielson had the audacity to say that he has Cam Newton size yeah, last week on CBS. What? And I don't know how you compare Kellen Mond to, to Cam, Cam Newton, Newton in, in any way. Any, I don't care if their way. frame is Cam identical. Newton, Cam like, Newton is 6'6", 250, and Kellen yeah. Mond is probably 6'2", 200. Yeah, I mean, he might be 6'3", maybe even 6'4", but it's like, yeah, I mean, don't compare nah, Kellen man. Mond to Cam Newton anyway, even if they were the exact same size and height. Kellen like, Mond, if, speaks if, for itself. if they were the exact same size and height and Kellen Mond is playing like he is right now, then yeah. you don't need to speak Cam Newton's name in the same sentence as yeah. Kellen Mond. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Right. Ever. <laughs> I, it's just a thing, man. They try to hype up any team Alabama's playing to make Alabama look good. And the fact of the matter is, is Texas A&M was ranked 13 spots way too high. They don't need to be in the top 25. All at right. all. Well, we'll see after this weekend, right? I believe they drop now to 20 or 21. They're pretty close yeah, with their uh, in-state neighbor who they don't play anymore now. We'll see. I mean, it's number four yeah, Florida, Texas, so maybe Texas not. Texas blew it. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that for a second later, yeah. Uh, so my, my uh, second pick, looking to uh, Conference USA, I have Marshall minus 6.5 over Western Kentucky. I think Marshall has done really well so I far. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I, I, I had a feeling that Western Kentucky, since they were favored to win their side of, of the and league, and I don't they're know not how, doing too well. No, they're 1-2. and two. Their only win is a three-point win over Middle Tennessee, who's not very good, and their other two losses have been to Liberty, and they got blown out by somebody else. I can't remember who. But Marshall had destroyed whoever they played their first game of the season, and they beat an Appalachian State team that everybody, including me, thought was going to be really good. I thought Marshall was going to lose that game at home. So this one's on the road at Western Kentucky, but I think Marshall just has more firepower. Yeah, their offense is pretty good. they win by a touchdown or more. And then my third pick, a big little 11 a.m. game at the Texas State Fair, I've got unranked Oklahoma at number 22 Texas, but I've got Texas Plus two and a half. I think they win outright Saturday. Spencer Rattler. Did I make you pick? I think I did. I think I convinced you. Maybe you did, but thinking about it, just, I mean, we were singing Spencer Rattler's praises no, after a week were. one domination I was, I over Missouri. I wasn't. I'm saying, like, people in general. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was no, not. I, I, it's like, dude, yeah, that's good, but it's Missouri State. Into any, dude hadn't even played a game. He was already appearing in the top 25 best college football players in the league. Yeah. And preseason. Yeah, and so they destroyed Missouri State, who's FCS and not even very good in the FCS. Yeah, they're like seven and five last year. And then he's yeah, and he's had two terrible games since. I mean, he, he yeah, threw three picks he, against yeah. Kansas State. Threw two like picks. single-handedly lost the game because I think he threw two, maybe 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 he threw four, maybe it was three though. But he did lose that game, and then I mean they lost to Iowa State last weekend. Yeah, I don't know why I was picking Oklahoma to cover over Iowa yeah. State. Iowa State is just the upset team. Yeah, twenty twelve. So, I mean, and I'm sure, like, Texas fans are really nervous now because, like, it would happen to them that it would Oklahoma happen. just I, finally I, finds their stride. I Hey, look, Texas beat Oklahoma two years ago. Dick with the kicker was introduced to the college football world. <laughs> I like that you're picking Texas to cover outright and win outright. I think that you got to go with experience over – Yeah, Ellinger over, over Rattler. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I think so. I don't see why you wouldn't. The Big 12 defenses suck. And, I mean, yeah, Spencer Rattler's going to come out – Firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. but so is Tom Herman. I mean, this is a big game. He's on the hot seat. They dropped the ball last week against TCU. They really did. That's literally dropped the ball last week against in the TCU. end zone. In the end zone. In the go-ahead touchdown. Yep. In the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. Literally tough dropped one. the ball. So they're probably pretty hungry. They want. They want to. to oh, I'd, themselves I'd be upset. For that this, one, yeah. this is a rivalry game. Oh yeah. This, this is easily the biggest game on their game. schedule, right? 
for sure. It's, it's so weird to think, like, like Oklahoma's unranked, and I believe that said, what, the first time? Since in 2016. Yeah, and that was really only for, like, one week because they played a really good Houston team who was still coached by Tom Herman, if I'm not mistaken, and then lost at Iowa. No, they hosted Ohio State and lost. Yeah, because, you know, because the they next, beat year, next year, Baker Mayfield yeah, kind of the flag. flag. Yeah, but that's 65 polls. I think they haven't been ranked, and, I mean, one and two, again, Seems reasonable. We'll see. I mean, the last time they were 1-2 and two and fell out of the top 25, they didn't lose again for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So, we will see. I do think the Horns cover and win outright. I mean, yes. It just depends on if Spencer Rattler, if he does not throw a single interception in this game, they, they Oklahoma win. wins. Yeah. If he throws, but if he makes rookie, And maybe if he throws one, they can, they can win still because yeah. I think a lot of quarterbacks throw an interception in the game and their team is still going to win. But, yeah, if he throws multiple picks again – it's over with. OU's I don't see done, why yeah. Texas couldn't put the ball in the end zone at least twice. Yeah. If they if he throws more than two picks. Right, and score off those picks. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we'll go ahead and move on to our straight up Saturday selections. Hey, hey. Stuff. And you no, know, of course we're not going to straight up pick anything that we've talked about for the spread picks. We're just going to kind of roll into some other ones who just who we think is going to win, and that's it. So the first one I talked about this a little bit. It's tonight's game, Tulane at Houston. I've got Houston winning because I think they have been itching to play for a month. They are ready. They probably have just been practicing nonstop so that everything is just completely perfect. I'd, I think so. I think I pick Green Wave. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I can see Houston losing because of game experience. Game experience. I've, I've, pick, I've picked be, against teams. It, yeah, it seems to be a, a big deal this year, game but, experience. Yeah, but I think still they're just Houston is ready. They're hungry. I, I think they're going to win at home. You know, they got the, they're going to have a home crowd. To play for, and they've just been waiting so long. I think they're going to come out ready, and maybe I'm wrong, but you think Tulane, so. I, yeah, I, yeah, I actually really probably should have even come more prepared than I am. I actually did look at your list that you sent me and actually pick teams ahead of time, and then I left I guess life. I just have to go off the cuff here then. Yeah, yeah I, I remember a few games that I picked, and obviously I'll, we'll probably agree on some of them, but I think your next one was probably. the Louisville-Georgia Tech game. Yep, that is. It's a Friday night game. I just kind of went in order here. Uh, Louisville at Georgia Tech, so in Atlanta. Definitely I've got Louisville. Louisville winning because Georgia Tech is not there yet. They you know, had a really nice upset against Florida State. Which they turned out really, to be not much of an upset. Well, I mean, it wasn't ever like I could have told you that. But, <laughs> I mean, they, they need another year or two. They are better than they were last year but they're still breaking in that new offense. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they can They need to have a completely Louisville. fresh class. Like, none of yeah. the people that were under the triple option system need to be there for them to lead. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Yeah, And Louisville has honestly disappointed me this year. You got me on their hype train, and they really that's really just kind of fallen flat. I do think they win, though, at Atlanta. How did I get because, you on their hype train? Because you were talking about how their backfield is like... They, it is. Yeah, but they've done nothing with it, and their defense is just awful. Well, that's the problem. I mean, the backfield is awesome, and I the know, defense but sucks. The the backfield, What's the deal? The offense needs to be able to put up points, and they aren't really doing that. Okay, as much well, as they should. They're not doing it enough they to had, win. They, they've played two good, two decent teams. I'm saying, yeah, I'm I'm saying I thought they were going to be better. I honestly probably thought they would be undefeated at this point in the season. I think they're two and two, or they lost to Miami and Pitt. Yeah, they did lose to Pitt. So yeah, probably they're maybe they're one and two. Regardless, I think Louisville wins this weekend. Yeah, they need a bounce-back game. Georgia Tech's not it. Yeah. All right. So the next one is Arkansas at Auburn. Auburn. Of course, yeah. I don't think we got to talk about that one although, very much. I, although, if you want to talk about it real quick, yeah, I am nervous. Oh, I'm terrified. Being an <laughs> Auburn fan, no game is safe. It, like, 
Auburn is the Texas of the SEC. It if it will happen to us, if it can't happen to us, it will. It will. Yeah, and you know, honestly, they're having a lot of issues with injuries now. You know, KJ Britt uh, just came surgery. out, right? He's KJ, hurt. Yeah, KJ Britt needs surgery on his thumb. He's got torn ligaments in there. It's unclear whether or not he'll even be able to return this season. I don't know. So that's that's really bad because he is the like leader of that in, defense. He had six injuries on the defense last week. Yeah, uh, let's Georgia. see. And, you know, Jaylen, Chandler Wooten Jaylen, is yeah, out. Chandler Wooten, Jalen Simpson. I think Smoke Monday got ejected, so that wasn't yeah, really an injury. He'll be back. But, yeah, Jalen Simpson is still KJ Britt, hurt. I think, was hurt. Yeah, uh, there's another cornerback uh, just for death, Marco Domeo, who hasn't played yet because he's still hurt. You know, And on the offensive side, Sean Shivers and Eli Stove are questionable as of yesterday still. So, yeah, this a lot of struggles be, for the Tigers. Arkansas just got their first win in the SEC in three yeah, calendar Yeah, and that's what worries years. me. They are going to be upstart and really kind of raring to go, I think, because, like, we just won our first game in 20 tries. We can make it two wins in Although, a row. Although, if you remember, Tennessee beat Auburn at home, and that was their first SEC win back in 2018, like a couple of years, and then I think that they still lost the next game. So, uh, it just depends on the day. I think Bo and Chad and Kevin Steele will come out and they'll be saying, hey, look, it's just, we need to take this game seriously, but we also need to fine-tune. Arkansas is definitely a team that's not not anywhere to being almost there, not quite there. So, yeah. you know, I think that they still kind of come out, maybe run some different looks that maybe they wouldn't normally run against a better team, try some stuff out. But at the end of the day, I do think I mean. Yeah. We'll see for sure. I uh, it's definitely not going to touch that spread. That's uh, minus fourteen for Auburn right now. Although yes. that line has gone down from where it opened at. Anyway, all right, moving on. Uh, number nineteen Virginia Tech at number eight North Carolina. UNC. That's a uh, that's a big game. That's on ABC at, a, at eleven. So they're expecting a big turnout. Yeah, I think North Carolina wins too, just because I like Sam Howell, but I think it's close. Oh, it's definitely close. Yeah, I think it's a three point game. Virginia Tech is is ranked as they are usually at the beginning of every season. And the last couple of seasons, they've fallen out. Yeah. But they're still ranked this season. Yeah, I think I, I, I think they've got I think they finally have figured it out. UNC struggled with Boston College. I mean, they won by four. Well, they also hadn't played in two but, weeks. Yeah. So, so that game experience, of course, will Boston help them out. Boston College is kind of on a roll, kind of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Kind of. Got Almost there, not quite there. But I don't know. I still think I still think yeah. UNC's a better team. They've yeah. got roll way the more offensive weapons than... Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech does, right? I don't even think Virginia Tech backs, knows who Sam Howell, is. Mac Brown is duh, man. So UNC, <laughs> moving on. All right, yeah. All right, so Texas Tech at number twenty-four, Iowa State. You know, I was uh, quick to pronounce the <laughs> the Cyclones dead after losing at home to Louisiana Lafayette. They've uh, come back since then, ripped off two big wins in the Big Twelve, and I think they make it three. Texas Tech is. Not very good. They they can't hold any sort of lead whatsoever. Yeah, they proved that against Texas. They also barely beat uh, was it Houston Baptist. Yeah, they two. struggled with them. Gave up a lot of yards. So and you know they, they give up sixty three points to Texas. Yeah, they don't give up that, that many to Iowa State. Brock Purdy, please come through for us and make us not look like our quarterback. Like it is because yeah, yeah. I mean we technically like informally moved Brock Purdy out of the top five for Kyle Trask, but. Which yeah. rightfully so. I mean, right. it probably should have been He's, been that way anyways. Probably, but. yeah, because we did acknowledge we completely forgot about Kyle Trask to begin with. So, yeah. But anyway, I've got Iowa State winning another one. Yeah, I picked Iowa yes, State on that one, yeah. All right. So, the next one, you, t- you wanted Tennessee-Georgia against the spread, so we're going to substitute that with number two, Alabama at Ole Miss. I don't think we've got to spend much time we talking about this. We don't have to spend this. much time on this, but I, I do want to mention Joey Freshwater. <laughs> Lane Kiffin, if not him... 
it will be Jeremy Pruitt. But Lane Kiffin or Jeremy Pruitt will be the first Nick Saban disciples to beat him in some form or fashion. I'm calling it here now. <laughs> Lane Kiffin, especially at Ole Miss. All right, everybody write that down. We, we talked about it. If there are two coaches in the SEC or even in college football that fit the environment of the program at which they are at, it is Ed Orgeron and it is Joey Freshwater. <laughs> it is Joey yeah. Freshwater with the Landshark Rebel Bears at Ole Miss. <laughs> Yeah, they can't figure out what their mascot is. <laughs> yeah, so of course Alabama wins. I I Alabama think, but wins. but I do kind of low key see the Rebels covering. They've got a high flying offense. You know, they're I mean, covered against Florida. It. I think that Alabama's defense, yeah. while they do return Dylan Moses, it's, they're not what they used to be. They're not what they used right? to be, and I think that it's starting to really set in for a lot of teams. You can expose their secondary. Yeah, their secondary Auburn's, is not what it used to Auburn be. Auburn certainly did it last year in the Iron Bowl. Let's see. Clemson certainly did it a couple years ago, national championship. Yeah, I mean it. Georgia has done it. LSU in, did it. Georgia has exposed oh yeah, them. LSU did it big time. Right? LSU exposed <laughs> them. I mean it's it is what it is. I think it'll be somewhat similar to the Florida Ole Miss game that started the SEC. Yeah. High Where score, Alabama's never really in scoring. trouble. Yeah, but but it's closer than it should be. Yeah, for and a Ole Miss kind of keeps scoring to keep them from covering. Year. Yeah, yeah. I think that line is 23 and a half for Alabama. That's a, that's I a think big Alabama spread. wins by 17. Yeah, maybe even 17. 20. But yeah, I just think it, I think you're right. I think it's exactly like the Florida game where Ole Miss just keeps scoring and yeah, won't like I mean, it, it, roll over know, and die. Like 42 to 28 or something. 42 yeah. 20 27. I mm-hmm. mean, it, you know, I don't think it'll be 51 to 31. But I think that Ole Miss holds. If it is, Alabama. Ole Miss still covers. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. That's a good thing for all <laughs> yeah. you people out there. But I, I do like Joey Freshwater, Lane Kiffin at yeah, me at too. Ole Miss. I, I think that that's a good pickup, and I think that he'll have that program running. Yeah, I mean, it's I gonna be, be hard. The to Egg get, Bowl will be interesting, right? Yeah, it will be because that'll be air raid versus another pretty high powered offense. Yeah. All right. So. so next one I got is Pitt at Boston College. Pitt, of course, lost their chance to have a, their first four zero start in a long time last I think weekend it was after since losing to NC State. Two thousand and two. That sounds right. Two thousand, maybe. Yeah, it's been a long time. A long time. <laughs> yeah. So I think Pitt wins this I one. Think, I still think I that still think they're Pitt good. Wins. I yeah. still think that they're a good team. And I don't think Boston lost. College is a bad team. No, I just, I just think, think that Pitt Pitt's is a better team. Better. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think they win on the road. That's in Boston, so we won't spend a whole lot of time talking about it because we don't know a whole lot about either of those teams, really. But, yeah, we're rolling with Pitt. Okay, Pitt. so Mississippi State at Kentucky. This one is interesting. This one was a hard one for me on my ESPN yeah. picks. And, and I think I picked – I want to say that I picked Kentucky on one pick and Mississippi State on the other pick. But I don't know, man. It, I mean, yeah. Kentucky got a bad break against Ole They did. Miss. They lost because they missed an extra point in overtime. That was the only reason they lost, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean – well, actually, it's not the only reason. They could have never needed to go to overtime if A.J. Rose hadn't done a little Tyree kill, see ya, and then, you know, been tackled, and then he fumbled on the next play. Yeah. Right, so, <laughs> yeah. That being said, I think Kentucky is a better team than Mississippi State, and I th- I say that because we saw Mississippi State not be able to do anything against Arkansas a week just after weird. just lighting up LSU. And really what it is is Arkansas played zone all game. And I think Mark Stoops is a better coach than Mike Leach in that respect because Mike Leach is a great coach, but he is not going to change what he does. All you got to, like I've already said this, you look at Jimmy Lake, the defensive coordinator at Washington. He literally said after beating them for the seventh time in a row, it's not hard to beat a team that never changes what they do, no matter how the game is going for them. Mm-hmm. So I think Mark Stoops will recognize that. I think he's got a little, not necessarily more talent. Maybe, maybe he does, but I just think I think Kentucky wins. I, I think on the offensive side of the ball, Mississippi State has more talent. Yeah. 
but it's going like to come. Like Costello, yeah, it's going to. I mean, it's going to come to a defensive battle. I would like to say that Kentucky's defense would be able to stop Mississippi State, but I think Mississippi State bounces back from an embarrassing loss against Arkansas. Win? I think they win. Yeah, all right. I do. I think. I think that that's why Auburn had a lot of success in the second half against Kentucky. Is we figured out you can throw on their defense. Fair. I would say I think Mississippi State throws an interception or two at a bad oh, time. Well, yeah, so but I'm saying at a bad time, and that's what causes them to lose. I don't know, but but we'll see. I mean, I, I still like think, that we disagree. KJ though. Costello had two or three interceptions against LSU, and then maybe he threw two picks against Arkansas. So mm-hmm. I mean, the ball is all over the place, which it's going to be when you're throwing 40 to 60 passes a game. Right. But. I don't know. I still think that he's figuring out the offense. I think he has the receivers. I think that he has the firepower and the accuracy. And we've seen how cocky Kentucky's cornerbacks are. So <laughs> I think that they're, I don't know, I think they get burned a little bit. All I right. think Mississippi State well, pulls we'll one see. out. We'll see. It'll be interesting to watch. I can't remember what time it is. I is think it, it's a night game. Is it game, in Kentucky? Yes, yeah, it's, it's in Kentucky. It's that's, in Kentucky. That's another reason why I pick Kentucky because just being in Lexington. All right. Yeah. And our last game to pick is the game of the week. Game day is going there. Uh, number seven, Miami, Florida, at number one, Clemson. I've got Clemson. Yeah, I do too. And I and I and I don't think it's because Miami's bad or anything or no, overrated. I, just think I actually think still Miami's the pretty team. good. Yeah. Until somebody beats Clemson and proves us wrong, I'm going to roll with Clemson in the ACC. However, this was the game of the week tiebreak score on ESPN for the picks. So you pick the score. Yeah. If you get all ten right, you pick the score. And I, I on one side of my picks, I think I picked Clemson winning by ten or fourteen. And then on the other side, I think I picked. Clemson winning by seven. All right. I yeah. think I think that for whatever reason, I really I'm not I'm not singing Miami's praises yet. They have yet to play a decent team. This will be a real match here. So depending on how they look, depending on how they look, I might give them credit next week. But I will say this: Red Lashley and Derek King. That has that has proven match made in heaven, it right? has proven yeah. to be a match made in heaven, and it seemed to work really well when Red Lashley had Nick Marshall and Trey Mason. Right. Yeah. So I think I think. That combination will continue to prove problems for Clemson's defense, but I think Clemson has a lot more weapons on offense, and Dabba Sweeney's obviously a proven coach. You know, two, three national titles, two national titles? Yeah, two. Two. So, you know, I three? Two titles, four appearances. There we go. Yeah, okay. two and two. So, I think that he's got the experience. I think Trevor Lawrence, he had a little bit of a sophomore slump last year, just a smidge, but he's bouncing back. He's looking good. I still expect him to – like I said, they just, just got too many weapons. Miami's defense is stingy. I'll give them that. Yeah. Their defense has been stingy. But I think that Trevor Lawrence finds finds the end zone. Yeah, can't argue with any of that. So we will check back in on those picks next week, see how we did. We've got a few disagreements here, but for the most part, me and Ethan are in agreement on our picks for these games. We'll see how that goes. And I don't know, I guess that's all we really have for you all today. So – This has been Rookie Mistake, Episode 7. Thank you guys for listening so much, and we will see you next week, hopefully on time on a Wednesday next week, but we'll see. We'll see. You never know what midterms are coming up. Yeah, we we both actually have to study that time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right, so have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. Deuces.